Yo, what's up? It's your boy 12 Kyle from the 12 Kyle Podcast. And on this episode, I'm rocking with my man D Murph. We're going to chop it up. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything so you don't want to miss it. Hey, we're on the road to 500. So sit back, relax, and we're going to bring you some heat. Let's get it. Yo, 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 drop it with me. You are not tuned in to Flavor Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pac, I'm on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up With Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to Flavor with T. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host, D-Bug. Let's do it, kids. That time, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to the flagrant two with the big homie D Murph, where I literally and I mean literally. Nope, y'all almost thought I was gonna do the full intro. Nope, not not this episode. But world, help me welcome father, husband, someone that's been in this game for a good minute. And yeah, I was scratching my head like, why did it take, what, over five years to have this brother on my platform, host of a sports show, and 12 Cal Podcast World. Help me welcome this brother from ATL, Shouty, Cal, to the flagrant two. What up, what up, what up? What's good, D Murph? Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, man. Again, I apologize for waiting over five years to have you on this platform when we have so many mutual peers in the podcast community. I just want to put that out there first and foremost. No, nah, man, it's all good. You know, it's it's timing. Everything is timing. So, <laughs> you know, whenever the time happens, that's when it happens. I got that one listener like Murph. That don't sound like you. You usually on point. Hey, <laughs> the big homie—he's uh, human, but at the same time, you heard Kyle. It's all about timing. Now, when I look like like at your podcast, your Twitter handle, Twelve Cow. What is that about? Uh, good question. Um, well, first, <laughs> my my real name is Kyle. Uh, because. I did actually have someone ask me, "Hey, hey where, where'd you get the Kyle from?" But like, uh, yeah, that's that's my name. I, not, <laughs> <laughs> funny concept of somebody to be born, a black kid to be born in 1972 named Kyle. Come on. But um, my, my mom had a white coworker, and she loved the name uh, because even growing up, man, I'll be honest, I didn't know any other black person named Kyle until I got to college. Gotcha. Um, and so uh, 12 was I played football in high school and college. Well, I, actually, I played from Little League all the way up through college at uh, South Carolina State University. Nice. Uh, it's a historically black college in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I wore the number 12. And um, that was it. I just put 12 Kyle together. And uh, when social media started popping off for me, I guess back in, damn, what was it, 20, 2007, I think, somewhere around there, when I started with a blog, I just. You went with 12 Kyle and just kind of stuck. Okay. That's dope. See, I asked all the, like I told you, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm like an auditor slash investigator in turn. Right. How can I make it for dope content? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, sir. So no, I appreciate you, brother. And, um, appreciate you having me on, man. No, man. Come on, big dog. So this is what we're going to do, man. Podcasting. We're going to talk some sports. Mm-hmm. A little bit Then you got to come back on Why Not Sports At a later time Oh for sure For sure Cool Help me with this road to 500 <laughs> No doubt you, And you You well on your way man You are yes, well sir. on your way Yes sir Nah no, I appreciate that What brought you into the podcast space? Um, You know what it was man I It was something where uh, I guess let me make a, a long story short I started off with a blog back in I think 2007 2008 okay. uh, the blog was called uh, the 12th planet and you know started just writing and stuff what happened was I lost my job and so, mm. <laughs> so I had more time to write yeah and I just started writing and then I you know a couple of people found the blog and just kind of got you know ingratiated in this particular blogger community and then in around toward the end of 2009 one of my blogger friends 
had a radio show on the internet called uh, which was on uh, the platform of blog talk radio mm-hmm. and she asked me to co-host on her show and i was like all right you know i'll do it and it was a live show you know two hours call in the whole nine on the internet you know so we you know we were just it was just playing around and she was like yo i think you you're good at this she was like i think you should get your own show I was like, I don't know. I was like, dude, people really want to hear me. I ain't like the way I sounded. I was like, I was like, I don't want to be whack. I was like, yeah. nah. I was like, I don't know. And so she just kept. She let me get on again, and it felt natural. And so then, uh, in January of 2010, I started my own uh, radio show called on Blog Talk Radio called uh, the Twelve. What was it called? Twelve Radio. I'm losing my train of thought. It's called Twelve Radio, and I did that okay. five years, Demur. Every Wednesday oh, so night, so you've been in the game longer than five years. Yes, yes. So oh, okay. it was every Wednesday night from nine to eleven. I was taking live, just talking about whatever. Sometimes it'd be sports, sometimes it'd be life in general. Just sometimes it's about music. So I just did that, and I did that for five years. And then toward the end of the run for the twelve radio show, I realized that you know a lot of people were listening, but they weren't listening live like they were in the first two or three years of the show mm-hmm. and so one of my boys is like man why don't you just make it into a podcast and i was like what's gotcha. a podcast <laughs> i was like yeah. why would i want to do a podcast he was like well if you don't have a lot of people listening live he was like you know make it a podcast and you know people can listen at their leisure mm-hmm. and so i was like you know what that might fit i was like because at that particular time i wasn't really talking about current and i still don't talk really about current events um and there's no knock to anybody it does it just didn't fit me yeah i don't do but, that either or very little yeah, ex- yeah exactly exactly so and that that gives people more replay value for you because you can grab the you know the latest d murph you know podcast or you can go back six months from now and yeah. you know and and it, the information that you're talking about is still fresh yes sir. so uh around 2016 i was like all right so i scrapped that that idea and converted the 12 radio show into the 12 kyle podcast uh, and been podcasting ever since man and i just recently hit uh 300 episodes myself so um it's, it's been a, it's been fun man it's been a lot of fun and like i said i don't talk a lot of i don't talk really much about current events it's mostly a lot of music talk some sports um just what I like to say, life before the internet for people who are a little bit older. <laughs> so if you lived and you were outside before, you know, you know what the world was like before the internet. So I talk a lot about a lot about my childhood, my times in college, uh, and stuff that people can relate to. And talk a lot about music too. Uh, here recently, these last couple of years, been breaking down albums that turned twenty and ten, or fifteen, or twenty, twenty-five, or thirty years old. So. Um, uh, it, that's been a lot of fun too because a lot of hip hop heads, you know, appreciate that as well. So, been kind of well versed, man. Just and that's pretty much been it. That's how I got into it, and uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. Like I told you before, we got on. Just love talking and building and, and creating, you know, what I already have established, and people tend to, you know, gravitate towards it. Yes, sir. Well, six years, well, five years podcasting, over ten years behind the mic. Yes. Comfortably. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Come on, big like dog. I'm sounds. putting two and two like together because them listeners, like Murph, you said he was only podcasting, but he's been on the mic. So I want to make sure I let them know podcasting mm-hmm. since 2016, but behind the mic doing radio shows, live radio shows live. since 2010 or two or 2009. This is what he told me, y'all. But I'm, I'm ready though. I'm listening. I'm tuned in. Okay, world. So they be like, <laughs> okay, Murph, that's why we rock with you. See, I got y'all. I got y'all. <laughs> Um, you said something that was interesting as far as like hip hop for us that understands great music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to the kids, <laughs> my kids especially, keeps me kind of in the loop with the new right. modern uh, music. But I know something as of recent, you and you brought some people along about mm-hmm. soundtracks, music soundtracks yeah. in the nineties. Yes. Come on, man. Yeah, okay, man. Let's talk we- a little music, big dog. Because I was thinking above the rim. Y'all know, hey, anybody that rock with the brand, no, I'm, hey, above the rim. <laughs> come on. Uh, Boomerang, set it off, menace to society. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, c- kind of, I'm, I'm out there, R&B, hip hop, but them 90s music soundtracks right off the hip. Um, how did that get started? Yeah, what that was. That's me and my boy Eclectic. Uh, we do that on his 
platform is called um, Fantasy Drafts. And one day we were just, again, you know, during quarantine, we were just talking on the phone. And uh, we actually, we had just finished, we had just finished recording a podcast with my podcast. Gotcha. And uh, we, he was like, man, we should, we should come up with a, with the idea of just doing fantasy drafts on whatever you, you take five, I take five and we'll play it and set it up. Like it's literally like a fantasy draft and you know, we'll take a topic and we'll both pick five. And then what we'll do is when we're done, put the podcast out there, wait a couple of days and then put up a Twitter poll and see who will vote for who had the best draft. Yeah. So that particular podcast that you heard, um, which recently dropped, was uh, it's called 90 Soundtrack. So we picked, we both picked um, our top five uh, <laughs> movie soundtracks. Which you know, if you came up in the 90s, the soundtracks were uh, were dope. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it for those who did not hear the podcast, but you can there go you back go. and listen because E and I always have, uh, we always have a, a good banter going back and forth, and and the those fantasy draft podcasts no more than 10 15 minutes long they're not long at all okay. uh, so it's a quick listen um he drafted so you and d murph i want you to tell me who ha- who had the better draft here's who he drafted he drafted minister society huh above the rim uh, he already won hold oh up hold God. up d murph because I, I got some heavy hitters too now <laughs> and his third pick was new jack city now yeah. keep in mind he had the first pick so he went uh, Minister Society, Above the Rim, New Jack City, Nutty Professor, and New Jersey Drive. Mm. But the way the the way that we set the draft is, he'll draft one, then I'll draft one. Gotcha. So, so maybe, maybe I should maybe I should, you know what? Let me back up. So I'll explain it how it was drafted. At one, he drafted Minister Society. I drafted at one Boomerang. Right? He came back with Above the Rim. I drafted Juice. Mm. He drafted New Jack City for three. My Get third pick. Yeah, on my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm ready. my third my third pick uh d murph love jones mm. he then drafted nutty professor i drafted waiting to exhale and his fifth and final pick was new jersey drive i drafted the movie friday personally now we haven't put the twitter poll out as at, at the time of this recording but personally d murph i think i'm gonna win because when the ladies see waiting to exhale, yeah, I was about to say you got the waiting to. When you said that, I was like, yeah, it, you didn't got the favor, big dog, because of the women. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I, that's more of the R and B classic. I was more of the hip hop, rap, as you can tell. So, nah, nah, I mean, that's you, me yeah. too. That's my yep. Steve. I didn't, I, I didn't particularly care for the movie per se, right? Um, and and the soundtrack was dope. I mean, my girl played it forever, so I mean, I got used to hearing it, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, who's 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 woman didn't play it, right? But um, right. But yeah, we we went we went back and forth, man. We went back and forth. So I'm gonna be interested to see how the Twitter poll actually yeah, comes out. Yeah, put that poll out, man. Because uh, yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, Friday was a good one though. For you to close out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, bro. We we have. <laughs> we, we have. <laughs> I'm so saying. Many. I'm just saying. I get excited. <laughs> It's so is think about it like this. It's so many soundtracks that we we can only do five for this particular draft. So right. we've talked about and we'll probably do it again. Probably maybe the next time we record, we're going to do part two because this I mean, if you listed the num the, the basically the number of dope soundtracks from the 90s, I mean, you could probably run off about 20 to 30 off the top of your head. Yeah. You know, that was a great era for soundtracks. So no, um, no doubt. So that's that's something that we do. Uh, it's called, like I said, his his podcast is called the Eclectic Discussion Podcast, and we'll we both collaborate on that on the fantasy drafts, and we draft anything. I Man, we we've, we've done drafts on chicken, <laughs> we've done drafts huh. on <laughs> NBA like point that. guards, we we've done drafts on candy. I mean, whatever, and we and you know sometimes we'll take suggestions too. So uh, yeah, so we we we've done that, man. But that's that's what you heard, yeah. It, that and those are always fun, always yeah. fun. I even got excited when she was talking about that. Like, man, y'all draft damn near anything, and I'm a competitor, and it's good for content. It's good for debate, mm-hmm. as long as it's a healthy debate. It is. And it is. I just pulled up the "Waiting to Exhale" soundtrack. Yeah, that's definitely for the women. Come on now, come on now. Not gonna not cry. Not gonna cry. Shoot. Not gonna shed a tear all night long. I mean, the list goes "Kissing now. You" by Faith Evans. Come on now. I can't. Man. I can't lose. <laughs> Whitney see, Houston, shoot, 
Shoot. Exactly. Shoot. And exactly. I'm not a singer. So they're like, oh, Murph, we like Kyle because Murph gets to sing a little bit with that deep voice. Yeah, a little soft. But anyway. And here's the thing, Murph. We, um, Eclectic and I are good friends. So, like, we know part of part of doing these drafts is knowing what your opponent's going to do. And we're both of us are very competitive. So, now, gotcha. I will, full disclosure, full disclosure, he has won most of the drafts. Mm. But. I've been on a winning streak here lately, so I, gotcha. I think this one's going to be another another feather in my cap. Y'all heard Kyle. Hopefully, he puts out that uh, as we listen, or as you listen, I should say, hopefully that poll is out to see who was the winner for this particular draft mm-hmm. with the 90s movie soundtrack. I said music mm-hmm. soundtrack, but y'all, it's the same thing. Y'all know what we're talking same about. Same thing. Y'all know it. <laughs> They're like, Murph, we got what you were saying. That's why we got love for you. Trust me. I love y'all, too. Something else too, man, that I want to hit on that um, you was talking about before we started recording. Baby boy out there uh, supporting him while he was hooping. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Let's talk about the kid. Kids, kid. Come on. Let's let's go ahead and dive a little bit. Kids, kids. Come on. Plural. Um, yeah, that's my, wife, my language. My right wife there. and I, I like have part. four children. We uh, I met my wife in college. Uh, we dated and we've been married at the time of this recording. We're, we'll actually celebrate uh, 21 years in a couple of weeks. Oh, um, congratulations. Appreciate, 21? Appreciate. 21. 21. 21. 21. Okay. Man. I dope. never thought about being <laughs> with anybody for 20 something years. But um, yeah, that's 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 my dog. That, I mean, like, we're, we're the best of friends. She, she, uh, she can get on my nerves. I can get on her nerves, but you know we know each other. We've been we literally grown up as kids like that. I guess from young adults in college yeah. up until now. Um, but yeah, we have four kids. We have three sons and a daughter. Our oldest son is a senior in college. He's about to graduate nice. this coming December. Uh, then we have a sophomore in college, uh, and then we have a baby boy who is a freshman in high school, and our baby nice. girl is in the fifth grade. She's the oh. only girl, and she is spoiled. Baby girl. Girl, yeah. dad, all day. <laughs> Murph, I'm at tennis practice on Saturdays, dog. Every Saturday, <laughs> Every I Saturday. love it. Trust me, I get it, man. And and that's the beautiful thing about being a parent. Like I tell mm-hmm. anybody, man, if I didn't even podcast, even when I was done hooping, like my kids is who. I live for my family, my last name, my lineage is who I live for. So now, and I'm sure you can attest to this, when they see your grind, in addition to the support that you have and love for them, OMG, it's it's a gratifying thing that I don't think I can even put on a richer scale of Oh, no question. You know, of the feeling that you get as a as a parent, in this case, as a dad, a black dad, a black man with kids, knowing that they know we got their back and we will protect them at all costs. All costs. All costs. And you know how it is, man. It's, uh, you know, from hooping, man, there probably was never a time when you stepped on the basketball court and you looked up and didn't look for, you know, your family in the stands, whether it be mom, dad, uncle, brother, whomever. Yeah. Those that those were the first that was the first play. And I don't know if maybe they sat in a certain section or whatever the case may be, but your mind was at ease and your your soul no was, at, was, was at, at peace once you saw your family in the stands. And I, I always wanted to my, my parents were always at my games when I played Little League, when I played in high school, when I played in college, even when I was in college and I was being redshirted, my parents were still coming still to the game knowing to I wasn't going to play, yeah. you know. But it's just the support, man. So I, I always wanted to be that for for me and mine. So, um, you know, it, it's uh, it it can be it can be a, a lot at times because you know you're like particularly here in Atlanta. You know, if you've been here before, you know the traffic is crazy. Yeah. So you're, I'll be back out there it. soon. <laughs> I'll talk to you <laughs> so, offline about that. <laughs> all right, all right. So you know, you be on one side of the city, you coming over here for practice, and then yeah. you got to do this and do that. But y- that's what you do it for. You do it so that they. You, so that one that you, they know that you have their support, but also right. those are memories that we're creating. You know, yeah. and they will always remember when Daddy did this or when Mommy did that. So mm-hmm. all of that stuff I think is very important, and it 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 lays the foundation of what their expectations will be as they become adults. Um, because I, I can honestly say I'm not that far off from what my parents were. You know, so mm-hmm. my parents. Now I, I will say this much: 
I am career-wise far beyond where they could have ever have dreamed to be. Mm-hmm. But I still don't feel like while I might have made more money than my parents, while I might have been more quote-unquote successful by yeah. society standards, I still feel like I have a long way to go to be the parent that they were. And I feel like I'm a pretty good parent, but, you know, they they, they, they are still here and they're the best and I cherish them. Yes, sir. I like to uh, joke with my parents a lot. I like uh, they're not together, but I talk okay. to them often. It's my spiritual side kicking in this episode, but that's a good thing. Shout out to you, Kyle. <laughs> in the word is honor thy mother, thy father, where your days will be long and prosperous. I'm paraphrasing it. And I'm a firm Close believer enough. in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and when I look at my parents, mom had me at 16. Pops was mm. behind, well, as he said, that six by nine. Basically hmm. for 23 and a half So now that I have my own kids And I make some sacrifices And do things that I might not want to do I just mm-hmm. tell them As often as I can I love y'all Because I could yep. imagine The thoughts Those are actions that y'all had to do To keep a roof over our head Or making sure we had food On the table Or making sure we got to practice Or we got to school Or we got that Fresh outfit or two when school right. started or after Christmas or you know what I'm saying just in general. So uh, yeah, remember when they used to tell you money don't grow on trees and you didn't know what that meant, man. <laughs> but you understand now. <laughs> oh, mom said, "What? Well, hey, I don't have no money this week." And you're like, "Wait a minute, you got money? I just saw you go to the grocery store." <laughs> she got money. She ain't got money for that. <laughs> she ain't got money for no Jordans right now. Come you on. gotta wait. Man, and, and my sister, love you, sis. She said, You still old school. I'm like, But Marie, you knew how we grew up. She like, These kids today, they want the technology, they mm-hmm. want the latest and greatest stuff. And I'm like, I still hold them values to it. Like you said, Kyle, yeah. hey, I ain't got it. Well, I don't say I ain't got it, but I say right now is not the good time. But what do you mm-hmm. have? Because I try not to speak that I don't have, or you know what I mean? Because that just. Power of the word, power of the tongue. You know, so I try to be careful what I put out. Speak it into existence. Say it's coming. Yeah, exactly. I'll have this soon. Exactly. Okay, that that new job, I'll have it. It's mine. It's coming. Or I'm gonna get a new job this week. Or I'm gonna get a new job next week. Or I'm gonna get this new car, new house. Come on. Whatever it is. Like you said, the power of the tongue. Come on. I I firmly believe in that. Man. They like, okay, Murph and Kyle. Now we see why (laughs) y'all waited. We we weren't expecting this on this episode, Murph. But Kyle, glad you took time to kick it with Murph. I rock with y'all. I told y'all. I love y'all. And another thing you said when it comes to just seeing your support on the in in the stands. In high school, especially, Mm. I look to the left. That certain section on a corner, <laughs> 30 points, 15 rebounds, and you might get dunked on or a block that's going <laughs> to let the people know, the big homie, I'm in the building. So, yeah, I just, man. So, no, that really made a big difference. And now, hold up, better Murph, I games, it, I'm 6'7". I see. You, you got me by a foot. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, don't ask me if I still hoop. No, but I do play 2K, and there I can do half court or we can play horse. <laughs> but you can still dribble. That's all that matters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a spot up shooter. Don't ever go. Yeah, no, no, not even close. Now, I am working on something to where if I need to take a leave of absence from the work spot <laughs> to just sign my one day contract, my family yeah. already know. I'm, I'm I'm taking that time off to get back into the swing of <laughs> things just for that one day contract. And I was a professional athlete officially. Then cool. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at all. But uh, yeah, man. Um, like you said, being a family man, multiple kids. My last two, especially Derek and Darian. Mm-hmm. The D Murph continues. Uh, mm-hmm. Them dudes demand a lot of my attention. Oh yeah, a lot. I mean, they kind of how, how old like are me? Six and three. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, you you got it. But you know what the great part about it is that is that you get to see in fatherhood, you get to see what your parents saw. And then you also are kind of not necessarily molding them because there can only be one Derek Murphy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? There can only be one. God only made one. But right. the thing is, is that you're able to help shape these two young men into be not who you were or what you weren't. But the thing is, you you help shape them and mold them and, and try to prevent them from making 
whatever mistakes and stuff that you made along the way. And I think, you know, that's that's one of the things that I try to impart upon my son, particularly my sons that are in college now, um, you know, because they look look at me and they listen and they think, you know, dad's got all the answers. And I was like, well, dad don't have all the answers. My dad's <laughs> right. still trying to figure it out. Right. But dad bumped his head a lot. And, you know, they, they think dad got it all together. But I think whatever all together means is because dad made some mistakes, but he didn't make those, you know, critical mistakes. And I just I want I don't want them to make simple mistakes that I made. I want them to. I wanted to be clean, but I know, you know, at some point in time, they got to bump their heads, too, just like we yeah. did coming up. You know, the difference is, is that, you know, I, I want them to understand that just because it didn't happen right when you wanted wanted it to happen doesn't mean it won't happen. You know, yeah. a lot of that you can control. Yes, sir. You know, but if you if the if the ball is on the ground, I mean, you can either complain that it's on the ground or you can pick yeah. it up and run with it. Yeah. So. One of the things, again, I love you, Pops. Check out that episode on Why Not Sports, episode 24. Love you, Pops. Uh, like I was saying, he was uh, not around, not often. And um, he told me something that I cherish to this day. Even though I wasn't there present, spiritually I was there. So like you just said, if I'm going to make mistakes, know who to go to to help you get out of it. Ask for that guidance. Ask for that support or insight or knowledge so that's something now it makes more sense now than what it did back then but when I would go through things as far as deciding on a school or if it was a a little bit if it was a woman I should date (laughs) I'm telling myself a little bit you know give me some signs that I should kind of be aware of to where I'm like yeah that's not gonna work or maybe you know just making moves my daily steps and Prayer definitely is something I tell my kids. If me, your physical father, whatever reason, you're not able to get in touch or contact with me, go to the man up above, the source. Mm-hmm. And he, he will definitely put you in a predicament or position to where you don't, like you said, make any decision that's going to be critical. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. So I throw that out there, man. I told this show is real spiritual today. I just felt <laughs> it, y'all. I told I wasn't I planning it. on it. Half of my notes is thrown away. But that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Um so yeah. Um no, that's dope, man. Especially with the families. Again, like you oh, said, no being out here doing this pandemic. I like to say pandemic. We mm. still being able to keep our family intact. What have you done? I'm sure you can maybe help maybe me out as far as keeping the kids entertained when everyone is together as a family. I think the biggest thing is <clears throat> encouraging them to put the phones down. Mm. Um, we have uh, we have a policy. If you're sitting at the at the di- at the kitchen table, I was about to say dining room table. If you're sitting at the kitchen table, <laughs> you eat eating dinner or lunch or where eating dinner breakfast or lunch or even if you're eating a snack if someone is if someone else is at the table you can't pull your phone out yeah period so because i don't even even if like my two older sons if they're sitting there if they yeah i don't care if you're just sitting there eating a sandwich i want you to be in the moment with each other and be present and um you know enjoy each other talk to each other even if something's on tv you can converse about what's on tv but right. yeah, we, we have a policy like no no phones at the table, no no electronics, no tablets, no now. Now if you're eating by yourself and nobody else is around, okay, different story. Right. But um I just encourage them to be in the moment and be, you know, present with each other. Particularly we got a chance to during COVID spend a lot of time together, you know, by you know, by, I guess it was I guess it was well, I, I will say what it was. It was God's plan, really, because what mm. happened was our oldest son, you know, of course last march uh march of 2020 when COVID hit uh you know college just shut down so i had to go pick him up from his school uh and then uh our middle son he was a high school senior at the time so he was already Mm -hmm. here so we had everybody here and you know so it was just like it was an extended period of time where everybody was together but i just wanted them to know like you know just kind of reflecting on me and my brother my younger brothers he's uh three years younger than me Mm-hmm. And I just explained to him, like, look, when I was in college, well, actually, when I was in high school, I was like, that's the last time me and my brother lived in the same under the same roof. 
you know, I came to college and he went to college. And then when I graduated, I moved to Atlanta. He moved to Columbia, South Carolina. And so we never lived under our, our mom's roof anymore. And so, you know, I'm kind of seeing the same thing. I don't know. You know, we don't know what the future holds, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, when they finish school, they're going to venture. I don't you know. I, and it's funny. D, I've told him, I was like, look, y'all can come back to the house. They're like, no, damn, you know, when I graduate college, I'm going off on my own. I was like, OK, well, you know, home is always here. You know, right. your room is always. That's, I was that's like, facts. now. If you tell me that you're moving out, I said, now your room may get converted into something else. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you come home and come it, back under the same roof, though. Can't right, guarantee yeah, the it, room. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Now, you That's might true. be on the couch. You know, if I put a treadmill and some weights in your room, you know, but uh, <laughs> if I put a whole workout. It's called I, blow up mattresses. OK, pull exactly. out couches. I got you. Exactly. Dog, I got you. <laughs> so if I make it. If I make your room a movie theater, okay, you know, so just be mad, you know, yeah. but, um, but I just, one thing I encourage them just to enjoy each other's time while they're together, because I understand that they're growing and, you know, even their younger brother and younger sister who are here physically in the house now while they're away at school, I was like, y'all gonna come home from college on your breaks. I said, and your brother and sister are growing. I was like, yeah. you're going to look at them and they're not the same little kid that you just left, right. you know? So I was like just cherish this time i was like because you know i i cherish the time and i me and my brother closest to this day and uh, we talk you know every other day we, we don't talk we'll text you yeah. know but i still miss that time of just walking down the hallway my brother was in the same house as me i mean yeah. he's married now with kids and everything the whole nine but you know it's just i think just really just enjoying those times as siblings so that's one of the things that i encourage them to do when they have time together spend that time together don't just spend the time just looking at a screen because you know, you don't want to waste that time because you know how it is, man. I mean, you're home for spring break and that week goes by fast. Man. So you're home for just, 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 summer just, break <laughs> <laughs> and then it's over, you know. Yeah. So, and I understand you get your little girlfriends and your friends and your friends outside of your family. I understand that. You want to spend time. I get it. I was the same way. Yeah. But I just try, just encourage them just to, you know, spend as much time with each other, enjoying each other as they can. And, you know, we do have time where I just be like, all right, put the phones away. Or we, or we might, you know, we've done this past summer uh <laughs> i made a mistake of you know challenging some challenging them to hoop and murph i ain't i ain't touched the basketball like in months <laughs> i was sitting there like i wonder how this went <laughs> Bruh, it was rough on your boy man i mean yeah. like i was bodying them taking them down low you know using my size but Grown man i mean strength. it was yeah yeah, old man strength, but i mean all of this running around and oh, jumping yeah. around for rebounds and stuff man i was like too tired. I was like, no. I was like okay. And I was like, Dad, you need to come back out. I was like, no, we're not playing anymore. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> you see hey, them hanging them up. Let, let's do a draft for uh, some movie soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can still participate, but I ain't gonna be running right. around trying no, to chase y'all. No, and I and, and Murph, I was I was sore the next day too. Man. So I was like, oh, I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, we try to do a lot of stuff together. And one thing I've, I've learned, I'm sure you, you if you haven't seen it yet, particularly with a six-year-old and a three-year-old, you will see it soon enough. Whatever levels of competitiveness that you have almost automatically transfers to your kids. All day. So they're going to be super competitive. Hopefully they're competitive about grades and, you know, stuff like that. But if, if they're playing 2K, they're going to be competitive. If they're playing in the yard, they're going to be competitive. And they're coming right at you, and you're gonna look at them. And you're like, "What, man? Where'd you get that from?" And then you realize you got it. They got it from you. <laughs> they mama <laughs> act, act just like our damn daddy. I said, "That's why you be careful who you ever mind." Let me mm-hmm. say another show. They call me y'all telling all this personal business. Hey, but yeah, <laughs> even before we recorded, it was like. Dad, I said, dude, we've been home all day. We didn't play for about three hours on this little hoop. Mm-hmm. Give daddy time to give, give this content. Because guess what? We about to travel the world because of this content. Okay, dad. Mm-hmm. But when you get done, can we play? I'm like, dude, it's going to be time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, they don't care nothing so, about none of that stuff. I know. They don't, they don't, it took, I remember one time, man. This was years uh, ago. I think we just had our, our, we just had our oldest, too. And I remember one of my boys came in town, man. And, you know, he was like, man, let's go out. We, man, we in the A. We hanging out. So we hung out, hit the clubs. And I got in like, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, man, them, these, Murph, these dudes was in my chest at 6.25 a.m. 
And they was like, they were ready to play. And I was hey, like, what what up? Y'all I was like this morning. is Saturday morning. <laughs> they didn't care. It was like, we don't care about you going to no club. We don't care about you drinking no Hennessy. We don't Nothing. care about none of that. You dad, let's play. go hoop. Let's get up. So you know, so your kids, all they know is daddy, man. They don't, they don't care about you know. You you gotta have daddy time. You gotta have time to pod, or you gotta have time to work for that matter. Oh man, I get the text messages, the FaceTime, Dad. Mm -hmm. What time you getting off? Or Dad, remember you said we was gonna go to Walmart, get that toy? Or he'd be like, Dog, that was (laughs) a few hours ago. Okay, well, and just be like, anyway, to your point. Hey man, this is my language right here, big dog. Gotta love the mm-hmm. kids, y'all. <laughs> got to, got to, got to. Oh man, I got a couple more things, man. They like okay. Murph. We do not like when you say a couple of things. This show is great. Don't do us like that. Hey, get, world, Kyle got things to do, just like me. But we got we got to save this energy for the next time for the Why Not Sports uh, crew and the listeners over there. But y'all still got us for a few minutes. Right now, ATL, you got this guy at three stacks, Andre mm-hmm. 3000. I know you heard that verse because I ended up liking the tweet, Life After the Party. Bruh. Come on. Man, I, need, I need to give someone that's in ATL to give me to give me something from another okay. ATL-ian. Andre 3000, three stacks. Andre Benjamin. Okay, I, let me admit, I, I am extremely biased as I before I start speaking. So I want to preface my statement by saying that um, <laughs> this guy is an alien, man. I mean, and here's the thing: he's always been like this. He's always been just really ahead of the curve as far as his rapping ability. Um, yes. I've done uh, quite a few podcasts about Outcast. Um, uh, you know, did podcasts breaking down uh, the AT Aliens album, um, the Aquemini album, uh, as they celebrated, you know, 20 years or what have you. Yes, um, but I love talking about them because, you know, and, and Dre in particular, because he was he was someone that came along. I, I always say, like, at the right time, because here's the thing, Murph, when Outkast dropped, I was in college. Right. I was, mm-hmm. in, I was like a sophomore junior at South Carolina State University. And so for me to hear Southern play Alyssa Cadillac music, which was their first album, mm-hmm. I finally got a chance to hear somebody that looked like me, somebody that talked like me, somebody that was Southern like me, somebody that was country like me. Cause mm-hmm. we from, you know, we from the South. We don't, yeah. we don't talk. I mean, I don't know how people think I sound, but I'm from the South. Like, I, I don't know if I have an accent or whatever the case may be, but I'm not from, you know, I'm not from someplace else. Yeah. And so Dre was, he, Dre and big boy in particular, they were, you know, like idols says and so we've always held andre and big boy in, in such high regard and dre as you know time has gone on and people say oh he's weird he does this but when it came time for him to get in front of a microphone man he gives he he he, he, he doesn't play around and i just i recently did it and if you get a chance go back and listen to it i did a podcast about a month or so ago it's called uh lauren and andre and it talks about, I just talked about Lauren Hill and, and Andre 3000. I talked mm-hmm. about why they're as popular as they are, why they, you know, why I didn't think that they'd ever, you know, have solo albums um, beyond what people deem because the edu- the miseducation of Lauren Hill is not a solo hip hop album. It's a neo soul album. Mm. That's beside it. But that's beside the point. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got you. Uh, and then the speaker box love below it's really an outcast album where andre has his own solo part but it's not a solo album we want a solo album but i and i said on the podcast and it's worth repeating here i don't think well it'll ever happen because andre said before that he does not he doesn't feel like he has anything to say and i think he really feels like he will rap when he feels like he has something to say but he can roll out of bed and give you what he gave you on this life life after life after the party yeah. song and that's and it was effortless that's just what he does and that's, that's who he is do. as an MC. and um you know i think it's i've come to grips with the fact that there won't be another outcast album uh i mentioned on the podcast i think i, I haven't been able to confirm this but i think contractually outcast owes their record label another album and therefore, that's why you have not heard Dre and Big Boy on the same track. Now, Dre has produced songs for Big Boy, mm-hmm. but you won't hear them on the same track. And I think because technically, if you hear Dre and Big Boy on a track, 
it's an outcast album you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or it's outcast song. So <laughs> technically, so right. technically they're, they're, I mean, even if they rapping with, you know, killer, it, even if it's a killer Mike song, you can't killer Mike couldn't put Dre and Big Boy on a song together. He could put Dre on a song, or he could put right. Big Boy on a song. Um, that's just what I, I've I've come to understand. But um, Andre Benjamin is special, man. He's 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 a supreme lyricist. He's someone who cares and thinks about you know what it is that he has to say. And one thing I touched on in that particular podcast was. You would have a hard time finding a bad Andre 3000 verse. Yeah. You know, we all love the verses and you, it, you'd have a hard time picking his best verse, but you, you probably have an easier time if you could find one, a bad Andre 3000 verse. Cause they're yeah. very few. If, if that, I mean, like, um, even something like the, the walk it out remix. I mean, you wouldn't think that he would get on a song like that, but he gets yeah. on the song. He rips it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I mean, but that's just what he does. And, you know, I'm like the crazy thing, like, and I'm sure you saw it about talking about it on Twitter was, that, you know, he gets on this song with Kanye and Drake and Drake's verse doesn't come. Drake's verse isn't on the song and this song gets leaked by whomever. Mm-hmm. And this has been the talk, not Drake's album, not Kanye's yeah, album. It's Andre been this 3, song. <laughs> <laughs> the guest. So the guest stole the show and I'm yeah. like, man. And so I, I'm hopeful that you know one day he'll decide to give us another verse or two. Uh, I don't think it'll ever be another album. I'm I'm not necessarily happy with it, but I, I respect his creative process and where he is as a human being to respect that because he's I think he's an artist artist. You know he he creates to create, and uh, you know when he feels the motivation. And, and you know one thing I also realized in listening to that verse with his parents not being here, I think as a creative he may feel a sense of well i really don't have much to say because the two people that i know that could hear me can't hear me anymore mm-hmm. you know so that that can go a long way for an artist you know yeah. um so i i think i hadn't really thought about it like that until i heard that verse and i was like yeah. well maybe that might be why he's not rapping anymore his mom yeah. is no longer here and maybe his mom might have been his biggest fan maybe she might have critiqued his verses or something like we that. just we don't spoke know. on that though bro we just exactly. said when we look in the stands we know mm-hmm. our people though we just spoke mm-hmm. on that so now yep. that you know they're not there it's kind of like what's the what's 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 the purpose what's the even motivation right. behind right you know, so, so yeah. I, i'm but it is it, it, it that verse set the internet internet a buzz and um it should it, it's an incredible verse and I, i've listened to that song you know multiple times man it, it's it's I can't say it's his best verse, but it's it's up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had so many, so many hip hop quotables in there, so many bars, so many uh, things that make you think. And you know, particularly as speaking as a grown man, you know, with parents, you know, yeah, and you know, Murph, you know, how we view our parents at in our thirties and forties is different than how we view them in our you know teens and our twenties. Easy, yeah, <laughs> not even know, close so. either. Mm-mm. I mean, you like you talked about your dad going away. I mean, like you can understand it now, you yeah. know, and there might not be a level of uh, of bitterness that might have might have been when you was 10 or 15. You know what I'm saying? So that right. I think that stuff goes a long way. Yes, sir. And when you bring up the Lauren Hills, the Andre 3000, I have another I have something else to add with uh, Lauren Hill. OK, them two were confident in their in their selves like LeBron James in dunking contest he's not going to do a dunking contest but in that layup line guess what he doing windmills and tomahawks and throwing it off the glass yeah you know what it is he's an end game dunker he's not him to sit on the sideline and and create in his head what he's going to do he's probably not going to be as good or as skilled as that but in a game He'll give you anything, or like you said, in layup line, he'll give you anything. But he he knows his limitations. So to Andre three thousand and Lauren Hill, they know their limitations. Facts, facts. Just a different perspective. Different and perspective. It's like okay, Murph, with a little hip hop sports analogy. That's what, why not sports? Hey, that's what we do. And then we had Nas, nobody featuring the great Lauren Hill, and don't mm-hmm. forget they. If I rule the world of you know some mm-hmm. years back, so mm-hmm. building that rapport, Lauren Hill don't just drop on anybody's album, but she did it for right. now. And then that verse she had, wow, right? Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> you can make a case that Lauren Hill and Andre 3000 delivered 
they both delivered verses of the year and, they're, and they aren't going to drop an album this year neither one of them and um you know that was a, that was the talk and the buzz around Nas's album i mean Nas, i think dropped an cre- incredible album uh, yes. again um but i think you know to to be able to have that type of uh spirit to put those kind of words together and i mean Man. like I, I tell people all the time, like L Boogie. That's why I fell in love with shit. I called her L Boogie. L Boogie yeah. can rap. I mean, like yeah. she make no mistake about it. She can. Rap. She got bars. She will yeah. bury most MCs, male or female. I mean, that's because that's that's the 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 cloth that she was cut from. Mm-hmm. Now she had a lot of stuff that happened to her. Fame yeah. came quick Fast and early. She and, was ready for it. yeah, right. And she and she was ready to walk away from it all, and she did. And you know, she had personal issues and. You know, she went to jail for you know a year or so, but you know when it's time to put pen to pad, I mean she still got it, and I think yeah. that's at least it's. I think it should be encouraging for you know the younger generation of rappers because you know you can see that you can still be forty seven, forty eight years old rapping if that's what you so and be to do. relevant and be relevant, right? <laughs> be relevant. There's yes, a lot uh, of people ain't you know. Yeah. Man. Hey man, that's all I got, big dog. We, I gotta save it for the next <laughs> show because we could be here for another thirty minutes to an hour. I know, and that's not again. That's not a bad thing. Like we just said, we want people to come back. We can't give them all this at once because they mental no might not be able to digest this, Kyle. Hey man, I appreciate it. It's been fun. <laughs> it's definitely been fun. We gotta, oh, no doubt. we gotta do it again, and we definitely gotta do it on my podcast as well. Oh yeah, man. Hey man. Hey. I told you, big dog. I got you, man. Hey, I'm glad that it it, it it worked out. And my listeners, especially my loyal listeners, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? Y'all know the big homie usually pretty on top of things, but in this particular case, it took me a few years, <clears throat> five, to uh, connect with this brother. <laughs> He's been active, so it's all good though. But y'all know me. I'm I'm a man that will admit his wrongs. Or his opportunities or flaws. And that's why y'all keep rocking with me every time I drop. Because y'all know Murph going to tell on himself just a little bit. But hey, it's all good. But Kyle, thank you, brother. If you can let the world know how to find you and your podcast. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Again, thanks again for having me on, man. Make sure that you check out the 12 Kyle podcast. Uh, The podcast drops loyally every thursday at midnight so you can subscribe it's on all the dsps uh find them i'm on everyone and if i'm not on one let me know and I'll, I'll make sure i get there uh and you can check me out 12 kyle across the board on all social media platforms uh the thing i like to say about the podcast is like i said i talk about uh talk about music and talk about sports i talk about life talk about dating relationships sex marriage um you know growing up in the 80s growing up in the 90s music uh, movie soundtracks, stuff huh. like that. But the the key thing I always say about the podcast, and I say this very confidently, if you listen to one episode, you'll listen to another, and then you'll listen to another, and it won't be whack. You'll you'll enjoy it. So, um, yeah, check me out. And uh, again, bro, thanks for having me on here, man. It's been a blast. Oh, I appreciate you, man. Five years strong, baby. That's the that's the campaign with on the road to five hundred and. Show. Didn't want to forget to say this again. Congrats on 300 episodes. Appreciate. Looking it. forward to you having many more. I'm glad to be a part of it coming soon to add to that list. So when you are on your road to 500 or closer to 500, I will be glad to say that I was a part of one of those episodes oh, yeah. to get this man, this gentleman, to 500. <laughs> yes, sir. Like yes, I said, sir. man, it's it's like album. So you 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 go. We we gonna make an album together. Man, like a little, little, little hove and yay. Oh, my bad, y'all. My bad. My bad. I go start and stuff. My bad, man. Like uh, Dre and Big Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Kelly. Oh, they like Murphy. You better oh. stop that, Murphy. Stop, Murphy. Stop, Murphy. We, you was doing good until you brought up, uh, yeah. Some right, people like right. Murph, you know, he was still get these, get these kids or come back in the music industry and basically take over. But anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, I know they like Murph. That's why we rock with you. you. You be giving us some stuff that we thinking about saying it, but we just wanted to make you say it. And guess what? I've always been that guy. Like, you know, if you don't want to speak up for yourself, damn it, I will. I will. Consequences, <laughs> like you said, I'm not going to do nothing stupid, but certain things I might right. be the vessel <clears throat> that delivers the message from the people. 
Let me stop that. <laughs> World, just like Kyle, you can find uh, the flagrant two wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's not an outlet, in this case a DSP, <laughs> hit me up. Let me know. Hey, we need we need Murph and the flagrant two on that joint. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at isdmurf. You can find the uh, Instagram for the flagrant two, flagrant two pot underscore the real flagrant two. Also, check the website www.dmurfspeaks.com. Hey, y'all. Wrote the 500. Another dope guest, first time guest. We're glad to bring him back on, on the sports side because he is a sports host of Dead End Sports, which, again, I got to save it for that episode. I can't because we talk for another hour. I promise you. <laughs> it's just the energy that this, this gentleman brings. But, world, we love y'all. Until next time, y'all already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Demurf, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connect the dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Saw it in the dream, ain't all what it seems Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all so listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we get it in, so millin' being better men, we so adamant about the culture, sick of these vultures. We in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster. Love is life, and that's how we approach ya.